0: Cause giving me a breakdown,
1: breakdown, oh, breakdown. Hey guys, this is Luke. <laughs> and I'm Kurt, and welcome back to the breakdown. <laughs> I
0: was looking at you like, wait, who's starting? <laughs> Are you gonna start? Am I gonna start? I was like, hey, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the breakdown. Mm. Oh, this is so fun, man. It really is. You know, we stopped really counting, is. right? We used to have a ticker, and we used to we used to count down uh, how many episodes we had. That, that feels like a long time ago. It does. It feels like ages ago, probably when we were still doing video. Yep. But um, I just kind of wonder because I don't know what the episode count
1: would be. I don't know. Maybe right. maybe someone's keeping
0: track. Yeah, can somebody can know. let us know. I <laughs> bet Dave knows because he still has to post it. So he probably uh. could count them. Uh, or maybe if you're online and you're looking at the podcast, you can count it and let us know. So, mm. But hey, it is good to be back with you. Uh, we have had a great weekend. We're in the cold weather now. It's here. Oh, it is very much here. Yeah, and I think yeah. we, we were getting a little concerned. Like, hey, is it going to be a warm Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> oh, I, w- I, I would not be concerned you about wouldn't that. Care. Oh no, you I would, w- I receive that. I would, I would receive <laughs> like, that. That's a
0: gift from God. Yes, I'm amen, it. amen,
1: Amen. Oh my goodness. Saturday was beautiful. Oh man. Now you you didn't get to be around this weekend because no. you were
0: at the Marked Men Experience. Yes.
1: Yes. So I, I helped uh, staff the Marked Men Weekend. Very powerful weekend yeah. as always. Yeah. Um. It was my fourth time staffing, and <laughs> it's amazing. it really uh, hit home how every weekend is so unique, you know, because God brings in this unique group of men mm. uh, who are. Coming to seek more of Him to be healed of their wounds to find their identity or at or be reaffirmed of their identity in Him. That's good. Um, and so it's, it's just it's so beautiful and powerful. And if you are a man at least eighteen years old and you have not gone, yeah. I highly highly encourage you to go. There's something for. Every, Everybody, everyone, if yeah. you want to hear from the Lord, sign up to go because I guarantee you're going to hear from the Lord.
0: Now, this is it for this winter, right? For we this winter, until we not, until the new year, we'll have something in new year. There will be
1: some, uh, I believe the next one's in February. Okay,
0: so we got to wait yeah. a little bit, but but you and I have both had our opportunities to um, go through a phase one with Marked Man, a phase two, yes. and you've done some P3s and some mm-hmm. staffing, so you have exceeded me, my brother, and I think that's really
1: awesome. Well, if if there's other men like you who have not staffed, I highly encourage you, you to staff yeah. as well. Yeah. It's it's a whole um, other vantage point. You get to see the process, but at the same time, the Lord is also working in you through the process.
0: And I think that's it with any teacher or any leader. You know, we talk about this in School of the Spirit. We are the students first, and so we are studying the material. And I know when I'm teaching, I'm receiving the same thing mm-hmm. and new things, and I got to go back home and say, "Wow, Lord." Let's digest everything you're revealing here. So you do get a different vantage point. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well
1: because you know, we pray, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Yes. And we just keep getting little tastes of God's kingdom as it's birthed in our hearts. Mm. But there's even more. There's always more. There is. The more we surrender,
0: the more he gives. That's it. So good. So if you were a guy at the 44 hour weekend with marked men, please get back and watch or listen to Sunday's service. Absolutely. Because it was amazing. Now for the third week in a row. And I mean, we always have an amazing opportunity for worship. I want to say that every time we gather together, our time together in worship on a Sunday, be it first or second service, is always amazing. But I will say for the third week in a row, Luke, there is just really something mm. present in the atmosphere. The Lord was just moving again. It was thick. And you just know there's there's something that He desires to accomplish mm. in those times. So we were all leaning into that. And um, then, of course, we had Tori come up and share. And it was just really. Amazing. I just think Kim and John and the bags mm. of hope and the foster care, the adoption, the belong Sunday that we're now calling
1: it. I love Amen. this. Amen. This was really cool, right? I, that resonates with me Doesn't it? so much. Doesn't it? So much. You know, belong because we all have that need to belong. Absolutely. You know, and, and it just it, it speaks so much promise. Mm-hmm. It speaks so much of God's heart yeah. rather than orphan.
0: Well, this, this really ties into what I wanted to talk about and even saying if you were at the 44-hour weekend, you know, or if you were here on Sunday, mm-hmm. I, I want to say from hearing from you and from being here on Sunday, we were all getting the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's that identity piece. A lot of times there has been a label or an identity right. that has been placed upon us, mm-hmm. whether it was orphan yes. or foster mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe just this label that you've carried mm-hmm. your whole life, this lie yes. that you've been rehearsing yes. Yes. and the whole resounding theme. On Sunday, and we'll get into it and we'll begin to break mm-hmm. it down. But is that you have to exchange
1: that lie for mm-hmm. the truth. Amen. But there's really Amen. only one who can remove that label. Right. Who can remove right. that lie? Amen. And that's Amen. our Lord. And that's yes, yes. And I I loved how uh Pastor Zach was so uh, vulnerable and shared oh, I know. Uh, his processing with the Lord, where he's like, Oh, what what am I supposed to speak on? We've we've covered all the big orphan <laughs> stories. Yeah. And 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 the Lord showed him, well, there are it's all that, yeah. that's that's every story. Yeah, where's there not one? Right, yeah. because because and and I think you know when we when we think of orphan Sunday or belong Sunday now belong. as we go, we we focus in on the foster kids, right? Um, and and we're calling attention to the problem of fatherlessness, like. Yep. But we all have uh, have have that orphan spirit, right? And we need to come to our Father in yeah. heaven. So, we all are an orphan story whether um even if even if you had your biological parents even if you grew up with them yeah. um there's still you needed your father in heaven absolutely um and then even our earthly parents they are not perfect so they they do fail us yes which then only underscores and emphasizes the need for us to have our our hearts healed of those wounds from our earthly parents by our Heavenly Father too.
0: Yeah, that's just it. And I think, you know, I don't know if we're going to end up working backwards here, but I guess we'll just start at Pastor Zach's message and we'll work backwards to Tori. But it was really amazing hearing Pastor Zach saying, okay, God has to come yet again a second time mm. to Jacob. And I love reading the account of Jacob. And I love what Pastor Zach was revealing on Sunday, how you find Jacob clutching the heel of Esau as he's mm. coming out. And man, you know, we look at Jacob and we just say, oh, it's name." It's a name, it's a name, it's a name And I I really think that you look back and you realize this name was given for a reason supplanter mm-hmm. and can you just imagine you know you see this typically not typically, but many times several times throughout our Old Testament readings we see that this was that person's name and that name needed to be changed right And it's really awesome because can you imagine the rehearsal of Jacob? Jacob, mm-hmm. supplanter, deceiver, yes. trickster, your whole life. And then you walk that out. You live that out. You see the downfall because then he's working for Laban and he's suffering <laughs> under Laban, mm-hmm. who's being also a right. Ma- right. manipulator, trickster, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes out from under that knowing, and he's at this crossroads, knowing that something has to change. But it's really powerful here to see that God comes to him a second time Mm -hmm. and says, no longer, it's almost like I told you, no longer is your name, shall your name be supplanter, trickster, deceiver, but I call you Israel, Mm -hmm. Israel, because God prevails. Amen. And before earlier, Amen. when you read Genesis thirty-two, he says, the angel of the Lord says to him, Because you have wrestled with God and you've wrestled with man mm-hmm. and you have prevailed. Right. So your name is going to be God prevails. He prevails in your life through you. Right. And there's so much in that, but there is that exchange, and Jacob, I just and I know you're you're probably chomping at the bit here. No, but keep but going.
1: Jacob could not remove that label from himself. No. No, he could not. Um But that is so often what we do when we're operating in that orphan spirit Mm -hmm. or that that place of lack Yeah, is, okay, I need to strive. I need to fix this. I can't let people see my weakness. I'm strong enough to overcome this. Yeah. And, and we, we do that and, and, and we actually do get, we can have some success. Like he was, Jacob was able to trick his father with the help of his mother. Mm -hmm. He was able to trick his father into giving him the birthright. Yeah. Right. So he got something, but he didn't get peace. That's right. He had to run away. He had to go uh, to Laban's house. And even there, he, it's all about striving to get what I want, Mm -hmm. but there's no peace. Yeah. And finally, it leads up to this, it comes to a head where he is striving with God, wrestling with God. And that's when he gets his name. I know. And and from that, we we get the truth that ultimately it's going to end with us having that choice of, do I fully surrender? Yeah. Do I fully surrender to the Father? Yeah. And then when I surrender, I have to go through, and like I said,
0: I I, I think having gone through Not like it's something to go through, but having gone to a marked med experience on that 44 hour weekend, I know I had to allow those labels to be taken Mm -hmm. from me. I I physically had to let them, let them go and to be taken from me. Right. And you know, When you've clung to that your whole life and you look at Jacob here wrestling God and Jacob coming to the end of Mm -hmm. himself. And it's like when you have accepted that your whole life, you almost are wondering, am I going to be void of anything? Am I going to be void of everything rather? I have nothing left. And yet, no... No longer shall this be who yes. you are. This
1: is actually right. who you Amen. are. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it's a process too, right? It is. Bec- you know, Jacob uh, Zach told us. You know, he did. He gets the name Israel, but he doesn't go by that initially. No. Right. No. And that can be the same thing with us. Like we we come to God and we we get that awareness of that healing and that identity that we have in Christ. Yes. But then, like we talked about last week, instead of picking up our mat, yeah. We leave it there, and it's like we're trying to uh, stand next to our mat. Yeah, and it's like yeah, but to move forward in your identity, yeah. you got to pick that up. You really do. You got to pick that up, and you have to understand you can't you can't use that anymore. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, it's so powerful, man, just going back and listening and hearing and thinking through what God is doing here and saying, okay, yet again, another Old Testament example that is ringing true for me today. How many of us have grown up in a culture and a time where, whether it was um, a teacher, a parent, a family member, a friend, or just something we adopted ourselves, that we began to mm-hmm. rehearse over us, right. and we begin to say, this is who we are, this is who I've been, this is who I'll always be. And I really feel like this message is an opportunity for every one of us, because we all belong mm-hmm. because we all can struggle with that orphan spirit yes. right but no longer mm-hmm. we have been given the spirit of god by which we cry out abba father, abba, father. we yes. have a connection we Amen. have a father who is Amen. in heaven and and this is really powerful to come to the place to say okay i have to conscientiously let that go mm-hmm. and be willing to accept what you say about me god and it is a surrender mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to adopt now this new name. I'm going to allow that to be Mm -hmm. the name that I wear and say, this is what my
1: father says about me. And then I walk that out. Yes. You know, so instead of being a supplanter where I am the one that has to manipulate the situation, I'm the one that has to organize the deck so that it comes out in my favor. Mm -hmm. Instead, God is my help. That's it. So I walk in that posture of surrender. Yeah.
0: Which, if you've been listening this year, there has been a resounding theme at our church of humility. Humility, mm-hmm. humility, humility. Whether it's coming from the aspect of an elder saying, God is speaking out, we need to walk in humility. Or Jamal on a Sunday leading worship mm-hmm. saying, God is coming up against pride, so look forward in your life, surrender it. Um, and it, it's, we have to be willing to come to that place mm-hmm. where we're really being the sons and daughters of God. Lord, whatever you say, I will do. Whatever I hear you speaking, I will speak. Like, I want to make sure I'm in that posture. Yes. And that's when God can move. Mm-hmm. That's when we can really see him move in our lives. Amen. And so, again, I just thought this was really cool. And I know you didn't get a chance to watch it. You got to listen. I listened, but, yes. But what was really cool is we, is we jump over now to really what this New belong Sunday is, is becoming for our church. The fact that we all belong and there was a great message for every one of us who came to the table that, that, that morning to hear on Sunday. And uh, Kim was just sharing about how we she started, the, the ministry started. If we just take bags of hope, just a small mm-hmm. thing. Ministry started with like 3,000 bags and now they're up to 33,000 bags. Yes. Amazing. It's amazing. Only God. And again, if we think about some of the things we've heard this year, the kingdom math is subtract to multiply. So you, you you can't make that happen very quickly with addition, but you can make 3 to 33 very quickly with multiplication. Mm. And God is the one who multiplies. Amen. So when we put it into his hands, now it's not just in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's in Florida. It's in different parts of the nation here. So something really amazing. And then to hear Kim talk about how, hey, just so you know, it's never really about the bags. Right. It's about the children. Amen. It's about these children. Amen. These bags represent real children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we recently have um, packed up from the camp and moved again. And uh, it's getting cold at the camp and praise God we've been able to be there. It's been an awesome summer. My kids have had the best summer of their lives. Honestly, I mean, fishing and frogs <laughs> awesome. and, and canoes yeah. and kayaking and biking, all that stuff. It's been amazing. And you know what we had to make, and this is a, this is really, it pales in comparison to Kim's point and John's point, but I want to share it. It just hit me because we're moving just after, um, Belong Sunday and there wasn't really boxes and there wasn't really bags. And all we had were trash bags. And so we began to throw everything that we have that we've been living with because we need to move rather quickly. It Mm -hmm. got cold this week, so we're going to get out. We're going to get into some warm space. Praise God for that. But I just began to just—my wife just grabbed one garbage garbage bag after another, and she's piling it in. The Mm. kids are piling it in, and it just hit me. You know, I'm just transporting maybe 45 minutes down the road, but there are children— who have gone years of their life yeah and this is where they're mm-hmm. going from home to home mm-hmm.
1: and what they have for their belongings is a trash bag it was just it was yep. such a real application yep. for me oh yeah a day yeah. after belong sunday yeah you know? yeah well i used to uh when i was in college i worked at st vincent's home in fall river uh so it was a group home and we had kids that would come through um in the system mm-hmm. and they had they had to use the bags yeah. um trash bags and then uh Towards the end of my time there, I started seeing the Bags of Hope bags. Did you really? You saw them come
0: through? Oh, it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. It is so cool. So, hey, listen, if you were there on Sunday and you grabbed an ornament, just put it up on the tree. Our kids, we still look at ours and pray over that. There's really nothing better than that testimony that Kim shared about Mm. the boy that saw it at her parents' house. That was really powerful. Amen. Um, So go back again and watch and listen if you haven't. And then, so Kim is sharing all this on Bags of Hope and the different ways that we're fundraising in the ministry to help Mm -hmm. these children and we, we then get to hear from Tori, who mm. just has this phenomenal story of moving from one home to another. And you see this, this really amazing woman. She's put together. She's got a great life. And you can see, man, when you choose to – this is what I was getting to the point of. You didn't get to see it, but you have to see it. There's
1: like a TikTok
0: video. Of her,
1: oh yeah, I heard. <clears throat> I heard her mention the. I, I figured it was something really cool. on the screen. Yes, but I was yes. like, oh, I, sh- I have to go watch that. You, you got to watch it okay. because it's
0: so good. Not to highlight the fact you didn't see it, but it, yeah. you were at the weekend. So, yep. but it was so good. She's going through all these things that have happened. The twelve different homes or thirteen different homes that she went to, and the different stages of her life. Mm-hmm. But then the biggest kicker, I mean, all these different stages of her life, but the biggest one where the smile begins to come on her face is like, I got saved. I got born again. You know, it's amazing too. Mm -hmm. She was even Miss Universe, right? And it was so cool to see above all those things, the identity piece that really sealed it for her wasn't all these accolades, wasn't the new book, wasn't the speaking engagements, is not the husband, is not the children, is not the point of arrival, it is... Jesus Christ
1: saved me out of my mess. Amen. And I Amen. accepted a new name from Him. Right, right, because that that highlights the ultimate orphan spirit that needs healing, yes. and that's what's in our spirit. Yeah, our spirit apart from God. Yeah. And you know, often we approach things from a physical standpoint. Where it's let's prov- let's meet a physical need. Right. 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 Uh, the world the world does this. Right. You know, because they don't have they don't have God. So they they operate in okay let's okay they need housing all right let's let's pay for them to have housing mm. oh they don't have they don't have uh, clothes all right let's give them a clothing voucher let's do this this and this let's 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 pay uh, foster families to take in kids and these are all needs right yes yes they are um, but they will not ultimately without having that identity piece imparted in the spirit that orphan spirit healed it's it's going to fall short. Mm-hmm.
0: I have to say that being here on Sunday, listening to Tori, watching the video, hearing from Kim, and then Pastor Zach coming up and sealing the deal, that was one of the biggest things mm-hmm. that I took away from is regardless of your background, regardless of whether or not you were adopted or have ever been fostered right. or grew up in a in a biological family mm-hmm. in the same home and everything yes. worked in that order, regardless, mm-hmm. we all struggle right. with those things. And apart from Christ, Amen. We, will, we will continue— to struggle unless we allow that to be taken away. And I, I cannot get right. past this. Right, We can have all these other great additions. It's the same reason why mm-hmm. you can get rich and famous and have everything that looks like it's going to promise yes. something and mm-hmm. still be empty. Because you have and, the orphan spirit. Yes. And Jesus needs to step in and take that. Mm-hmm. Zach made this uh, resounding theme that was echoing in my mind and my heart on Sunday and said, You know, whether it's foster adoption, biological, doesn't matter. Maybe you need to focus on what you need to take away from Mm. your child before what you give them, before Mm. you focus on what you give them. I think second service he went so far to say is even before Christmas, not about what new you're giving them for Christmas. And I understand like he's talking about maybe – and I have to ask him, is he talking more in the disciplinary sense? Because I'm telling you what I was hearing – for me, were some of those generational things mm-hmm. that have passed down. It's like, wait, I need to make sure that I take that generational mm. curse, that generational word that wants to come up on my kids, right. and I take that mm-hmm. and we bring that right back Amen.
1: to Jesus. That's Amen. not who you Amen. are. Amen. And that is why it is, it is the church's responsibility to do orphan, foster care, family care. Right? Yes. Because we are the only... The only so people in this world that can meet the physical needs, yes, but all, but with the end goal in mind, so knowing good. that it's yes, the physical needs need to be met because we are called to do that and we have to, yeah, but. What is the end goal? The end goal is to reach the soul, the spirit, so we can have complete healing, complete salvation, complete deliverance and wholeness. That's so good.
0: I have a lot of family members and friends who are out there in the public sector. And in the past 20 years, or really the past 10 to 15, we've seen this shift in education and in some different arenas where we're now focusing on whole person development. Yeah. And so the world is catching on that there's gotta be something more. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be something more than just meeting the physical, tangible, present needs at the moment, but there's, and, and it, honestly, we talk about this in School of the Spirit as well. It goes even beyond soul care. Soul care is important too, but it's the spirit. Amen. Your spirit's got to be born again. Amen. You got to be born from above. Amen. You got to Amen. adopt the father's yes. name. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yes. well, like, you
1: you know, um, listening to the sermon, I kept thinking about the story of the prodigal son, right? Yeah. So he's the second born. So he's not going to get the the birthright. He knows oh, I have to go out into the world, right? Yeah. Whoa. Um, but he wants it. Uh, beyond like earlier so he tells his father i want give me give me my half now and he goes and he spends it out in the world doing all the physical things that his heart desires but they fall short yeah right and he ends up you know feeding pigs and then he wants to eat what the pigs have but it's only when he it says he comes to his senses and he's like I need to get back to my father's house. Yeah, that's it. Even the servants in my father's house have it better than me. So I'm going to go there. Right? Yeah. And he gets up and he goes, and the father is there waiting to meet him. Yeah. Right? And that's God's heart for us. That's it. But we have to come to the father's house. That's it. Uh, and that's what Jacob had to do. He had to go to Bethel. Well, there you go. You just
0: took the words out of my mouth. Zach was also (laughs) highlighting that he had to go to Bethel, God's house. He had to come to that place Mm -hmm. that he knew. Right. Okay, God is in this place. Right. I'm going to go there. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting, too, because what always jumps out to me when we read the story of the prodigal, obviously the story is about three. It's about the father, the older son, and the younger son. But if we just take for a moment Mm -hmm. the younger son, we see that the rehearsal of the son, the younger son, the prodigal, is – Even my father's hired servants have food enough and that to spare. I will go and make myself one of his servants. And so I just want to say this too, having been somebody who was a son, stepped away for a while and came back. Mm -hmm. We tend to carry this reproach of, I'll just be a servant. Just let me back in your house. But if you pay careful attention Mm -hmm. to to the parable in Luke, the son is having this rehearsal and the father says, my son my son mm-hmm. never even pays attention nope. to him saying nope. be a sir yeah Make you can be a servant, servant. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> way no no no. my son yeah not only is he home but we're gonna kill the fatted calf we're gonna put a ring back on him and mm-hmm. we're gonna put my robe on him right
1: and right. it is that place of identity right identity but you do have to come right and and even the older son had to come to that place of identity so right good. because he got caught up in the whole um Doing? The, the shechem yeah. you know i'm gonna shoulder this burden Woo! and i'm going to i'm following the rules. I'm not like my my younger brother who just ran away, right? So I'm going to work hard and dad's going to be proud of me and dad's going to give me this because I deserve it mm. because I, I followed the rules. That's good. But no, he has to come to that place of of identity too, where it's like, no, I, I am here. I get to receive from the father. Receive. I receive. Receive. Because his father
0: rebukes him and says, son, all that I have is yours. Mm-hmm. Never asked. You never asked. All that I have is yours. All you had to do is ask. Mm -hmm. And it's like the son, like you said, what was the issue he was dealing with? Pride. That he had done something to deserve and earn it. Mm -hmm. It was always available to him. You know, I do love that that parable because all of us find ourselves in in one of those mm-hmm. places or the other. We're Great. either we either at any time in our life, the proud son or the prodigal son, mm-hmm. and we're all hoping we can be the father. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just really powerful to look back on this Sunday and to think about, hey, hopefully you picked up Tori's book. I've got a copy. I'm looking forward to diving into That's awesome. it. Awesome. But really a powerful experience. And we're not over yet. We've got the Thanksgiving 5K that's going to be going on with Bags of Hope. They're they're right now working on the other side of the building. Getting everything ready for bags of hope. So yep. I just encountered somebody today. How do I sign up? Get onto our website yep. and just plug in and and let us know that you would love to serve mm-hmm. and volunteer. Yep. And
1: nostalgic Christmas coming up too in December. I know so, so. many so a lot many of great fun things. stuff.
0: Lots of fun stuff. So hey, it's uh, pretty amazing. We're almost a week out from Thanksgiving, so it'll be fun to kind of round this corner mm-hmm. next weekend and see what the Lord has for us. But hey, any closing remarks from you?
1: Any final points that you feel like the Lord's really highlighting? What, what I keep getting is that it's all him. Mm. And I we have to come to that place where we stop striving yeah. and we bring him our problems, our labels, our lack. Mm-hmm. And we say, here, do with it what, whatever you want to do, Lord. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And I'm in your house. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to walk by faith knowing that you have welcomed me in and you are going to sort this out how you want to do it. And he will, because that's what he does, and that—that's what we get from all of this. Is I needed to be adopted? Yeah. I can't adopt myself. Yeah. He adopts us. That's it. And if he adopts us, he takes us as his own, mm. and he's not going—he's not going to cast us aside because he took us as his own. And what—and what he does is perfect. What he starts, he finishes. So good,
0: so good. Yeah. For me, I would say looking at it it's very similarly is how do we walk away. With some Mm self-reflection here, and it's really to this place of what labels, what identities have I accepted in Mm -hmm. my life that are not the identity of Christ? Right. And wherever I find those, I need to be willing to come to that place with God. Amen. And allow him to take them. Mm -hmm. And, and when he takes them, also allow him to exchange, to give yes. me something in return. Yes. yes. It's interesting the point that you made because I've been thinking through our conversation in the past few moments, and it's interesting the point that you made that you have to be adopted, you can't adopt yourself. It's really interesting because when you come to an age, we've talked with some folks about having adult children who were adopted and their name was changed, and the children grew up and they were quite challenged by that. They were a little wounded and hurt, and so they no longer wanted to take the family name. And so when we're first coming to Christ, we need to be adopted by him. Mm. But we also have to come to the place where we're actually adopting that name yes. as our own. Yes. Because just like Jacob, yeah. he had to settle into, yeah. wait, I've been adopted. It's right. about time I start referring to myself
1: as Israel. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And then as far as you know, us walking it out with others and getting involved in in these ministries and reflecting God's heart in, in the area of foster care, that's that's where we have to really be selfless mm-hmm. the way the father is selfless with us. And and that's what impacted Tori. Yeah. It were it was those selfless people, that, that last foster oh, mother that she had I know. and her coach who really went above and beyond. And that that's hard. That is hard yeah. and it's because it, it requires a sacrifice. It does. But Jesus sacrificed himself. And so when we come to that place of sacrifice, we have to remember the sacrifice that was made on our behalf. So good. So good because we're only modeling right. what's been modeled for us. Mm-hmm. We're only doing what
0: Jesus mm-hmm. has already done. And we're
1: not going to a cross.
0: <laughs> most of us are not. No, most of us are yeah. not. That's so good. Well, listen, uh, we just want to pray over everybody today before
1: we close. Cool. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for uh, your heart and just your your love and compassion for mm-hmm. us, even in our 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 wounded orphan state. Even when we uh, live out of that state, out of that lack, out of that the the words that has been spoken over us, what we've taken upon ourselves. But you love us, and mm-hmm. so Father, we just come to you, knowing that uh, it's your heart to receive us, and you gave us your Son to pay the penalty for our sins so we don't have to work ourselves into your love. Your love is there for us, so we, we, we step into it. And, Father, I just pray for anyone that's listening who has not done that or who yeah. is having a difficulty comprehending that, um, that you would speak to them uh, very, very clearly, that you would put uh, believers in their life who will live out your heart to them so that they can taste and see that you are good, that you are a good, good Father, and Father, we just pray um, for our church and the the mantle that you've placed on it in regards to orphan care and foster care, uh, Father, that we would uh, continue to walk that out, uh, that we would be sensitive to your voice, and we would steward um, the 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 harvest fields around us, and that mm-hmm. we would step into these broken places and be the light. Um, and salt that you have called us to be to these children who uh, really desperately need you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. All right, folks, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week.